everybody to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast. Brought to you by our sponsors, Mazda of Orland Park, Marishka's in Crest Hill, Charlie the Bacon Guy, and Dr. Squatch. It, it, I'm Rick Camp, alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski. I forgot to introduce ourselves, apparently. So this is going great <laughs> to start. But uh, Jay, this is one of the, uh, the, the great weekends of the year because... At least here in the Chicagoland area, I know out more towards the Northeast, they're getting all the fun that we had the last few days of rain and cold and wind. But for us, it's the 60s, 70s in terms of weather, sunny, and this is a great time for people to get together. There's baseball and softball tournaments, and grills will be going. So this is a wonderful time for the fat community. This is great. It is the unofficial, I don't know, maybe the official beginning of summer. I don't know what the first day of summer is. I know it's soon, but yeah, it's, it's feeling that way. And I know, God, that Thursday was, was it Thursday or Friday? That was cold and rainy. Thursday. Oh, what a slap in the face. Yeah, it's ridiculous. like, oh, by the way, wind chill 39. Yeah. Have fun. That was awful. That was like, <laughs> I was angry about that day. Uh, and so yeah, it's nice to have a nice weekend here in Chicago. I never know what to say on Memorial day. I know you're not supposed to say happy mm-hmm. Memorial day. No. Um, I've got a couple of veterans in my, uh, you know, some of my uncles and stuff. And I, I always just try to say, I hope you have a nice day. Right. I, th- yeah. I think that's the right thing to say. So have a nice Memorial day mm-hmm. and, uh, spend it with your family, whatever you need to do. And if you are someone who has served, thank you for that. We uh, always appreciate it. So, um, yeah, there's a lot to get to this week. Oh, by the way, we got to mention, there is a sale at our tea public shop. Oh my God, we're having a fire sale. $13 <laughs> classic teas up to 35% off everything else. Check the links in our social media bios at I'm fat pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, uh, or just go to our Twitter page. You'll see that I've tweeted it a number of times that ends on Monday, uh, June 1st. So make sure you get that thing, whatever you're looking for, bought by Monday, mm-hmm. June 1st. We're posting this on Sunday. So get in there, get into our tea public sale. Absolutely. And uh, uh, this may be obvious, but as someone myself who generally prefers to have tall t shirts, and the fact that it's perfectly fine, our tea public shop doesn't really offer those. But when you wash those the first couple times, just let them air dry. That, that's pretty much the best way to help preserve the length in your shirt because I got a little impatient and didn't do that with the two shirts that I got most recently, my Onion Ring of Honor shirt and my Fat Guy Summer shirt, uh, the latter of which I will most likely be wearing today when I am out at a uh, barbecue. But <laughs> Nice. I, I mean, I have to, right? Yes. But I threw those in the dryer. Mind you, still on low and getting they're a little short now mind you i am long torsoed and fatter than i should be so i like i got two things working against me in terms of the length of the shirt it's not too not wearable territory yet but it's like to pull down territory is it possible you got fatter between starting and ending the laundry cycle yes okay good (laughs) very much so all right well you and i have both discovered something that's going to help us uh, both get fatter the Burger King spicy chicken sandwich 
you and I, when we heard, we got a couple notes here and there, you know, starts to get a little viral. You see some things on the I'm Fat Podcast fans page, get a couple emails and I'm like, all right, it's still Burger King. It's not going to be that great. Mm-hmm. I don't know what your reaction is, but I had it. I was very impressed. A huge piece of chicken, incredibly breaded. It was spicy in the sauce, not because of a spicy mayo, which, you know, me and Rick very much appreciate. I thought it was really, really good. I'm not ready to say it's Portillo's or um, Popeye's just yet, but it's right there. And what I liked about it was the hot was a little different, Mm -hmm. kind of a Nashville, but I also tasted the flavor of almost like mesquite barbecue chips. Yes, it's 100% mesquite. There was a mesquite. It's not barbecue, though. I don't want to give the impression that this is a spicy barbecue chicken sandwich. No, because it's not. It's somewhere like a mesquite Nashville hot spicy sandwich. It was excellent. The photo I took from my brand new iPhone 12, it really shows the detail of the breading. It's the first time I've been impressed by my camera. Like, ooh, look at the detail on that on that breading that's really impressive yeah you know i hate to be the wet blanket a little bit here (gasps) the size of the of the piece of chicken is great the breading is really good i like the sauce a lot i don't know that i go as far to say as i love love it like i do the jardinera sauce and maybe this was just one time user error so i'm going to try it again twist my arm but my chicken was dry. Oh, no. Yeah. And I was r- so disappointed yeah. by that. Like, towards the middle, like, at the very middle, those last couple bites were about right, but they totally overcooked it. Oh. And, yeah, it's just so frustrating because I'm like, okay, I see what's good here. The bun, really like the bun, potato the bun. bun. Sorry, got in a, I got in a Blammers guy there. We should share Blammers guy with this show because it's been a long time since we did it on the score. Uh, yeah. We got to bring him back in some way. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll introduce Blammers to the I'm Fat podcast world next week. I got to just unearth the tape. That's awesome. Oh, I love Blammers guy. That That's so good. But yeah, I, I was, I'm sad that I was disappointed by it because I went to Burger King yesterday on my way to my weekly trip to my mom's and... I'm like, okay, this is perfect. I can have this on the way. It'll be fresh in my mind for the podcast. And then it's dry. Yeah. So like, I'll, I can give it a ranking based on the one experience I have, but I am putting an asterisk by it because I'm going to try it again to see if it was just, and I'll go to a different Burger King as well. Yeah. Just in case I went to a bad Burger King. So I, I'm, I'm leaving the door open to reconsider, but I was slightly disappointed by how dry the chicken was. So I'm not putting it in that top tier, but it's probably like still, even with being dry, like right in the middle, like it, it kicks, Mc, it kicks McDonald's oh, yeah. ass. McDonald's is like bottom of the barrel. So yeah. So I oh, will try yeah. it again though. I promise. That's disappointing. And mm-hmm. you know, it's funny. I've never worked in the fast food industry, so I don't know how these things work. And I think especially these days where every penny is pinched, everything is considered, You would think like in an ideal world, which we don't live in, I understand that, but if you're launching a new product, especially a product that is in a like very competitive market with the chicken sandwiches, I would tell my employees, anytime this is order ordered, 
it is made to order. Mm-hmm. Don't just let it sit there under the heat lamp because if we're going to win these chicken wars, and frankly, Burger King needs to make a good run with this thing to get sort of back in the good graces of, I think, people, people in general, right? <laughs> they need this to be good. The one I had was excellent. And it does it does make me want to go back there because then I, again, tried the jalapeno popper bites, which I really, really like. Mm-hmm. So there, there's a lot of options at BK that are good. They need this to be good. So those that one bad experience that you had, Rick, if that happens to the wrong person, they're like, well, this one sucked. I'm going back to Popeye's or going back to Portillo's or whatever. That's disappointing because the one I had was really good. I didn't have huge expectations for it, obviously. But once I ate it, I was very impressed. Yeah, so let us know what you think of it. A lot of people already have. At I'm Fat Pod, I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com. Um, so this is something that is already off the board from what we talked about pre-show, but I was scrolling through the uh, fan page and saw this from our unofficial producer, Russ Schneider, and I'm so happy that I refound it because I had completely forgotten about it. There is a high-level fat among us who got pulled over this week and on his ticket, this is in Oklahoma. As I'm looking at the ticket, the officer remark for improper lane usage. Now I can't tell if this is a warning or a ticket. It kind of looks like a warning officer remark distracted by eating a rotisserie chicken and entered other lane. I respect it. It's so good. I'm just trying to picture the, the scene. The logi- yeah, the logistics of this are what. And and when the cop walks up to the car, has this has this what, guy? What excuse do you have? What excuse do you have? Also, have you like? Did you just just like chill and put the rotisserie chicken down in the next seat? That's the thing. Like, if you have a bag of fast food, you can say. Oh, I, you could just quickly wrap it up and throw it in the back seat, right? But if you've got a full-ass rotisserie chicken on the passenger seat and you're working on it as you're driving, you're, the cop's going to see through your window a half-eaten rotisserie chicken. Sir, are you eating that? No. No. I bought it half-eaten. Why, sir, why do you have a pan for drippings underneath the, on, on your passenger seat? Why is your face covered in grease? Uh, I don't know. I fell and my face landed in the chicken by mistake. See, I'm actually picturing, and this is purely because I'm an idiot, uh, this is actually a guy who like stole the rotisserie chicken. He just like grabbed. He just like grabbed the thing that it was rotating on <laughs> with his bare hands. He, like, <laughs> yes, he like oh, he like opened it up. He and just like grabbed the thing, runs to his car, and immediately starts eating the chicken. Well, that that would be tough. Like, I always look at them at Costco. They've mm-hmm. got them in the back of the deli. They're just rotating and dripping. It's like, oh, 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 just let me go back there and just take a bite of one of those. Yeah, so the guy yep. just hops the counter, snatches one. And that's actually probably not the weirdest thing to happen at that Costco that day. No, pro- probably. <laughs> let's be honest. Probably not. Now, do you, do you I don't know the last time you went over to uh, because by where the score is in the loop, uh, Bockwinkles is right there, like really nice, like corner store, essentially. Mm-hmm. And they have they have rotisserie chickens. Really? 
Yeah. So like if Good you know. Yeah, because like if you walk in and like you look at the deli, because you have to go buy, you know, like the salad bar and all that mm-hmm. junk and whatever. And it's like, okay, there's the deli at the, at the like end of the front like section of the place. To the just to the side of it. So like if you're looking at the deli, just to the left of it, like where you go buy the chips and that kind of thing, and that little like uh corridor there that's where they have the rotisserie chickens that you can just boom like you can grab your booze grab your chips grab your rotisserie chicken and have a good night that sounds like a lovely in the same little area and that place is good i do like bockwinkles i usually go there for just an astronomically huge deli sandwich because they've got the boar's head meat which is the best and they make them enormous and they've usually got good soup so a sandwich and a soup and a pap you're you're good to go at Bachwinkles. By the way, speaking of work, uh, in the Prudential Building, mm-hmm. it has opened. Yes, yeah, I saw this. Just Salad is the name of the place, which is a Imagine. literal personal insult to me and Rick. What? I'm just thankful that every day when I come into the building, I do not come in the entrance where this Just Salad is waiting to taunt us, because what are they doing in this building? Well, there's probably that a, space used to be occupied by a place where you could get delicious deli sandwiches and meatballs and a dirty look from the people working there. Damn it. Oh, big time. <laughs> big t- it's part hey, of the charm. Hey, go walk up to Snarfs. Hey, how are you doing today? <laughs> okay. I'm right. sorry. I'll just have a, <laughs> that was they're the unhappiest right. people in the world. Seriously. <laughs> and if I need to beep this after the fact, I don't care. It's like pretty much like, uh, Rick. All right. All right. Here's your meatball ass. <laughs> Like, that's <laughs> pretty much what it feels, even if they don't directly say it, that's what it feels like. So out of curiosity, mm-hmm. I was leaving work and I said, all right, I'm going to go look and see if there's anything here that I would eat. Okay. Yeah, infiltrate. Got yeah. It. So they've got build your own salads. They've got build your own wraps and the wraps are, you know, that you can, you can work with a wrap. couple things I saw that maybe I would consider eating. Okay. They have a chicken fajita bowl, which is marinated chicken thigh over brown rice, grilled peppers, onions, and roasted corn, roasted balsamic mushrooms. Nope, keep it. And avocado mash. Okay, that's a protein bowl. That actually looked okay. They've got a buffalo chicken wrap, which is romaine, roasted chicken, pepper jack, celery, and tortilla chips, spicy chicken Caesar wrap. So there are some options there. And then I'm like, okay, fine. There's some stuff there. Every salad's like $10. No. Like, what are we doing? Well, it's, it's, and mind you, this, this could be a little, you know, a little negative, but, uh, we're always getting being healthy pushed to us. Mm -hmm. Hey, make sure you're being healthy. And like, of, of course, like, yeah, you get it. Of course, it's probably better, at least in theory to be healthy or whatever. But then it's to be healthy. We're going to charge you even more for so much stuff. So it's like, hey, you should be this. And by by us telling you you should be this, we're going to jack the prices on those things so that we can still make more money as opposed to, you know, like people that have less money mm-hmm. or that are just smart and don't like salads. You can pay less for food that's not as good for you, but also is more delicious. You're getting into very, very deep and profound systemic societal issues. Yes. Because the food designed to make you sick 
is des- not designed to make you sick, but that will make you sick over time mm-hmm. is the cheapest and most affordable. So poor people buy the most inexpensive food. They stay sick. They die young. Rinse, repeat for the rest of history, right? Like that's that's the thing. And yep. if I wanted to go get a chicken, uh, you know, the, the chicken fajita bowl salad, I'm looking at by the time I walk out of lunch, I'm looking at 15 bucks when I get a beverage and a salad and maybe I want to add something on. It's a $15 lunch. I can't justify a $15 lunch. I just can't. I can't do that. Right. I can get a ton of bacon from Charlie the Bacon Guy for that money. Yes. You know, and, and it's, uh, and look, I, I know that that's sort of the problem. And the other thing is, like, don't say, like, well, these things are more expensive to produce. Just read a story about the food waste mm-hmm. in the United States of produce that goes uneaten and just thrown away because it rots. You can't ask someone to pay $10 for some lettuce, you know, maybe four to six ounces of chicken, some corn and beans. That's that's maybe, you know, a dollar, dollar 50 worth of material. Right. So that, that I mean, look, this is not a political podcast, but when people talk about systemic uh, issues and I'll I'll keep the word racism out of it for this conversation and for this right. podcast, but that's the problem. It's becoming very, very hard to stay healthy in this country at an affordable at a normal living wage. Right. Like it's just it's really hard for a normal person to mm-hmm. eat healthy every day. It's tough. Yeah. It's expensive. Any go bears. Go bears. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for saving. Thank you for saving me from going on my first political rant in I'm Fat Podcast history. I know. Yeah. Uh, I didn't I mean, yeah. I didn't quite mean to necessarily turn I know. it like, that far in the direction, but I'm hey, sorry. turn veer into the skid. I right? can't turn it off. I'm sorry. All right. Uh let's 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 regroup and let's talk about Marishka's in Crest Hill, 604 Theater Street, family owned and operated. Since 1933, they've been part of Madhouse Podcasts LLC, which is what we're part of for a long time now. But they're pretty new to the I'm Fat podcast, trying out a new audience. And so far, you guys have been really responsive. Go visit the Zdralovich family in Crest Hill. Try that poor boy. It would put them on the map. But really, everything on the menu is tremendous. Bring your family. Sit down. Everyone's going to find something they like at Marishka's. It's great. It's like an old Wisconsin Supper Club. It's absolutely beautiful. It is so clean. You can eat off the floor. I don't recommend it. They'll probably ask you kindly to leave if you start eating off the floor, but you could do it if you wanted to. That's my point. Anyway, Mm -hmm. 604 Theater Street. Go check them out. Marishkas.com or Facebook.com slash Marishkas. That's M-E-R-I-C-H-K-A-S. Pro tip for us. If you go to any of these places that advertise with us, please let them know. You heard about them from us. It's very helpful for us. It helps them stay aboard. You may have noticed we've had some issues with people staying aboard lately because they haven't seen instant results. Well, mm-hmm. if you guys say, hey, by the way, I heard about you on the Amfat podcast, it goes a long way. So please, please, please make sure you do that. And we forgot to mention this at the front. Uh, we are renewing our partnership with Dr. Squatch because so many people binge past episodes. We want them to be able to take advantage of that deal. So DrSquatch.com, check out what they've got. Use that promo code I'mFat20. First-time users will save 20% on their order. Uh, we're not going to give like the whole minute-long read every episode, but we're going to keep that code active um, because it's on so it's on every past episode basically we've ever done. So we wanted to keep that code active, so we're doing that. So Dr. Squatch is still alive with us. Yes. 
and that reminder for first time users you first time users can get that 20 percent off right uh right now so if you've gotten dr squatch in the past thank you however mm-hmm. the code will not work for you now so that was part of the reason we were you know if young continuing to begin with but hey for everybody that's catching up get 20 percent off that first time and we like legitimately huge fans of dr squatch both of yes. us we remain I just, subscribers. I just got a I just got a, a huge order myself of like three sticks of deodorant and I want to say it was like four or five bars of soap. Nice. So yeah, huge I'm, I'm order. Dude, yes. Big fan of the Alpine Sage deodorant. That's a good one. That's yeah, that's my go to deodorant. And then uh when it comes to soap right now, I'm pending on uh pending on the day, because I don't have as much room to be able to uh to have multiple bars going at once i can i can go with two is it's always either a cool fresh aloe day or the and now i'm gonna forget the name the uh wood barrel bourbon oh yeah right? that's a yeah. great one yeah those are my two favorites smells like ron burgundy mm-hmm. not ron burgundy sorry ron swanson ron swanson probably both Pro- though a little yeah, bit of i was both. just gonna say <laughs> yeah we're, we're they're kind of on the same wavelength there all one right. just likes people and the other one doesn't. So I had two not so great food experiences this week. Um, oh, boy, yeah. we're negative Nancy's this week. I know. I, I don't want to be. So I'm not going to name the place. This is a chain. Um, we've mentioned them on the podcast before very positively. And I remain. I, I will still go to this place tomorrow. Um, but I got a burger. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right. Like, this is the second time I tried a burger from this place. So if you're a longtime listener of the podcast, context clues will connect the dots on the place I'm talking about. Sure. Um. Like, this is way better than the first one I had. Way better. I'm eating it, take a couple bites, and I get to the middle, and it is, what I say, pink. Mm. <laughs> it is pink <laughs> with, like, four H's. Boy, and, that really stinks. And I was kind of, Jesus. And I was, <laughs> and I was going to say, I was poking the pink with my finger, but you already made the joke. <laughs> so I'm just going to. Oh, my Lord. But it was just not hooked. So yeah. I did what any discerning the, the middle, fat would do. The middle do. was still moving. Yeah. So I, you know, I tore the middle out and ate the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> that bad? A burger donut. <laughs> that bad? I was just like, eh, most of it's cooked. Like, the rest yeah. of it was perfectly cooked. I, maybe it was just like still a little frozen in the middle. Mm-hmm. But, uh, hey, at least I know they grill it <laughs> or whatever. They uh, probably use a skillet or whatever it's called. Um, and, uh, it was really, really good, but yeah, it was definitely uncooked. So I sent a, you know, I, I called Karen to myself on the app they have like, Hey, look, yeah. I love this place, but this was definitely not cooked. So hopefully I get a gift card in my future. Cause I'm going back. It's just like, yeah, I get, I, I, I well, I'm in the drive through and they walk out with my bag and I'm like, Oh, this was way faster than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it just wasn't done. <laughs> there was a reason for that. Yeah, right. They were clearly, uh, it was, you know, prime time for lunch and big line mm-hmm. in the drive through. So whatever it happens, I get that it happens, but I was just kind of like, am I going to be okay? Like how right. much of this? Cause it was warm. Like when I, when I felt yeah. it, it wasn't cold, which was a good sign. Yeah. But I like my meat rare mm-hmm. uh, when I, where I usually get, if I'm getting a steak, I get a medium rare. Yeah. Um, and I, I can tolerate some pink, but this was Eh, this didn't look cooked. So I just tore that middle part out and ate the rest of it. See, I would have just been even lazier and just eaten around it. And then just when I get to that point, 
and like take smaller bites and then when i get to that point just be like nope okay then just toss the middle back into the bag yeah well that's what i did i just threw it aside and checked the rest and it'll all look good and then the other bad experience i had Mm -hmm. spicy nugs are back i don't think they're the same and this could very well be a um like you experienced with your bk sandwich where i just got a bad batch but i found the mcdonald's spicy chicken mcnuggets i got last week were very kind of dry themselves like kind of chewy oh not as snappy as your typical mcnugget not as crispy as your typical mcnugget i don't know if they've changed the formula because they've brought them back sent them back brought them back sent them back over and over again Mm -hmm. instead of just keeping them on the menu or just bringing them back once or twice a year it's been very random we discussed that last week and this the last time i had them they were not nearly as good as they were the first few times I had them. So I don't know if they're experimenting with the best way to produce these or the most consistent way, but uh, as the kids say, this ain't it, bro. Or to keep with our cynical theme, Ronald is pulling a bait and switch. He gave, he gave us all the good ones, hashtag the good ones, and now he's just swapping them out for something else masquerading as a spicy nug. Well, that's kind of what we're talking about with the BK thing. Start hot and then lose quality. (laughs) Like (laughs) once people are like, I can't live without this thing. That's when you start reducing the quality. I feel like I could, there's like a whole big systemic wire reference I could make here too, but we are getting way too serious on this podcast. So I won't do do it. Don't do that. No, I won't. But also a great show. Uh, That's neither here nor there. So I know we mentioned it off the top, but. Is it safe to say that like Memorial Day weekend is generally the beginning, mind you, of what normies would call barbecue season or grilling season to where, you know, fats would pretty much be like, oh, there's no snow on the ground. We're grilling. <laughs> Grill. If I can get to the grill, I'm grilling. Yes. Um. Yeah, I think so. I, I. Yeah, this is it, man. And I yesterday we had our family birthday party for Addie and we just went and got the Bona um like the beef tubs mm-hmm. and just made that and we've got so much so left good. which is wonderful by the way those are getting harder to find jewels the jewels are no longer carrying those buckets oh so i, I went to myers and got three of them and thank god i did because i had to go to four stops to find them wow but that is a good party man you buy three french bread you know at the jewel jewels you buy three french breads you buy those tubs of bona and you've got yourself a party yeah, see, like what we do um, anytime my half sisters come over to uh, normally a, f- a few times a year, they'll come over to like my mom's place. We do the Portillo's version of that yep. where we just, yeah, do like the Portillo's just like n- not a ton, but like just enough for like however many people end up being there, like seven, eight ish people. And it's just perfect. It's so good. Yeah. So doing that with either with bona or with portillo's it really just hits the spot it's it's such a great option anyway i derailed your barbecue thought i'm sorry but my point was that part of me was as i was having trouble finding the bona mm-hmm. <laughs> never mind uh <laughs> i can't help it i'm just 10 um, i know i know well hey i mean at least it's not last week right because we put those two things together we've got bigger problems yeah i would say so um but i i was saying hope like if i can't find this I'm just going to buy a bunch of burgers and dogs and just grill, you know, and we've discussed this before. Mm. For me, the taste of summer is a grilled ballpark hot dog. Yes. It's just such a basic staple of 
look, and I know you can get your smoker out. There's a million things you can do. But mm-hmm. to me, the Ruffles chips with the ballpark hot dog off the grill, perfect. That is the taste of summer. Yeah, the only way I could enhance that even more is I'm just a sucker for the Johnsonville hot Italian sausage. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, it's, fu- it's it's crazy how good Johnsonville. Like, I think a lot yeah. of people are like, well, I want to get like a craft sausage from my deli or my butcher, or whatever. Every time I get Johnsonville, I'm like, this is a perfect brat. Yes, they've got they've got it down. Like this. Yeah, the ratio of spice, the it, it's just Johnsonville brats are great. They never, ever let you down. Yeah, and and they're reasonable in terms of in terms of price and everything. And yeah, when you know everybody else, especially if like you know everybody else is bringing hot dogs or the chips or whatever, and it's like, okay, what can I add that throws just a little bit of a curveball in here that'll really enhance it? It could be the brat, it could be the hot or sweet Italian sausage. I mean, like when I was working at Target, and a lot of times I was going back up to DeKalb because this was right after I left Northern for tailgating for football games or other stuff like that i would bring johnsonville hot italian sausage and every time people would be like oh that was such a good idea to where sometimes people would go to the grocery store and grab another package of them and bring them back so like you just can't go wrong with that stuff it's not thought of italian sausage is not considered like a staple of a summer barbecue Mm -mm. but you're right if that's there i'm grabbing one there's no doubt. And by the way, are you a guy who, because I hate when people have brats or sausages at their barbecues and they get buns that are too big. Um, just serve it on a hot dog bun. Am I weird in that? Is that just me? No, I think I'm the one that's weird in I like a good, uh, I think my bun to sausage ratio is a, is a little bit different than most. Okay. Where I'm cool with, I like, I actually appreciate when, now if it's like way too big and it's like you have to like try and find the sausage within the bun. This all sounds awful. (laughs) It really does. I know. But uh, (laughs) I'm like, is there a way to say this without making, no, there's really not. So, hey, two weeks in a row for me, go bears. Uh, But but yeah, like when when the sausage gets lost in the bun, that's when I think it's a little much. But man, if you get just a little bit of a bigger bun, I think that really makes a big difference because I like having the proper amount of bun in each bite. Yeah, you put too big will ruin it. Yes. Too, too big will ruin it. I to me, just put on a hot dog bun. I have tried. Maybe it's S. Rosen's, or it could be Toronto, has like a specialty brat roll, and I think it's brioche. Okay. And it's the per- it's a little bit bigger than a hot dog bun, but it's perfect for a brat or a sausage. So look for the I, I'll I'll check it out. It's got that like you know how the brioche almost has like a pretzely sheen to it. Yes, like the shininess that, to it. Yeah, I thought pretzely sheen much better actor than Charlie. <laughs> much much better. Oh God. Well, if anyone's still listening, we should probably tell them <laughs> about uh, <laughs> our friends at Mazda of Orland Park. Oh, Lord. Mazda of Orland Park. Mazda of Orland Park.com. Call Eric, 708 444 3200. When I set out to buy my 2015 car, I didn't know it was going to be a Mazda. I was, mm-hmm. you know, very open minded. 
went and met with Eric at Mazda of Orland Park, and I am now a Mazda customer for life. And a big part of that reason is not only the reliability of the Mazda I, I own, which has never had a major problem, knock on wood, it's the service. It's the customer service at Mazda of Orland Park. It's second to none. You set an appointment online. You, they get you there on time. You don't have to wait around for them to come get your car. You literally pull into the garage, hand them the keys. You head upstairs, have a snack, hang out. And then when, it's your, when you're done, they'll send you a text. And they'll get you in and out the door in no time. But the buying experience, too, very easy, very low pressure. They help you out. They answer your questions, and they let you do your thing otherwise. So I highly recommend Mazda of Orland Park, Mazda of Orland Park.com. Give a call to Eric 708-444-3200. All right, Rick. Mm-hmm. Uh, my anniversary was the 24th, May 24th. Nice. So Hope and I went out to dinner on Monday night because uh, we were able to find something for Addie to do for a while. And we went to Mama Maria's in Orland Park. And you talk about... Um, Nacho Rita is unapologetically gringo. Mm-hmm. When you walk into Mama Maria's, there's a caricature of the white dudes that own the place. Okay, so <laughs> there's also there's like no denying yeah. uh, the gringo ness of this place. I gotta say though, for the first time, for the two of us to go, we ate outside because it was a beautiful day on Monday. But the Mexican meal with the unlimited chips and salsa while you wait. Mondays were half price margaritas. Oh boy. And then we got the chili reno appetizer. And then I got a burrito that was the size of an infant. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And by the time we were done, I was so full that I was doing the fat guy walk, which is like shoulders forward, arms back, stomach out. And you're just kind of swinging your arms, hoping you can carry yourself around. I'm actually doing it now. So if you hear me going on and off mic, it's because my head is moving back and forth <laughs> as I do the fat guy walk. I was in pain, dude. I ate so much food. And we're driving home. I go, Hope, we got to stop at Target. I have to walk around. We have to find something to do. <laughs> like I have, I'm like, you said you needed some clothes. Like, let's just go to Target. I have to walk around a little bit and get this food out of my body. And you, you proceeded to crop dust the entire store. <laughs> no, no, I didn't trust it. But it was just... <laughs> it was just so nice to be that full again. I've not eaten that much food in so long. Is that your nature's healing moment? It was. And <laughs> Hope said the same thing because she was she ate. She's a normal person. She yeah. had three tacos for dinner, whereas I had a, an infant sized burrito. And and of course, it was a burrito suizo covered in cheese and sauce and all that nice. stuff. Nice. And uh, oh my god, dude, I was so so full. I felt like my stomach was ripping. Like, oh, it's coming. <laughs> the burrito's going to spill out onto the ground in front of me. Oh, but the Margs, I got to just... I'm. Are you a frozen guy or are you a on the rocks Marg guy? Uh, I mean, I'll have whatever margarita you put in front of me. But I guess definitely this time of year, frozen. Yeah, I got two frozen Mar. I got a lime and a strawberry and they were great and half price. So we had all that food and it was like 50 bucks. Oh, okay. Which was great. That's and I mean, that, that's not four margaritas at that place on a typical night would not be that cheap. But mm-hmm. half price Monday, awesome. And the chili reno appetizer, giant pepper stuffed with melted cheese and mm-hmm. fried. And then they bring out a, uh, you know, the container of tortillas. So you eat them like tacos. Holy no bad co- words there. That was the best thing I had 
better than my burrito, better than Hope's Tacos. She had the pork belly taco and the uh, taco cell pastor. Yeah. And that chili burrito appetizer at Mama Maria's was the best thing either of us had. And it had like a almost like a tamale breading. If that oh. makes sense, like the kind of a, a flaky corn breading. So it wasn't like yeah. deep fried like a chicken tender. <laughs> you know, it was, it was, I must have been, I would imagine they dip it in like a corn flour or whatever it is mm-hmm. and then fry it up. That was absolutely incredible. That was so good. And this is a place that's very popular. I'm not, I'm not revealing any hidden gem in Orland Park. Yeah. It's, it's crowded all the time, every day. But man, if you ever find yourself at Mama Maria's, Get that appetizer. It's fantastic. Huh. Yeah. Now, wh- the way you kind of were leading up to that, I was like, wait a minute. When you brought up the ha- the half-price Margs, I'm like, did you go full Illatucky and, like, call Addie and have her drive you to home? <laughs> <laughs> no. I will say, the half-price Margs are not, they're not giant. They're probably, okay. eight, like, maybe 8 to 10 ounces. They're not small, but they're not, like, schooners either. Okay. Uh, so I had two, and I was, and we were there for, yeah. I mean, we ate, we were there for, like, two hours. I mean, I do love the picture in my mind of Addie being perturbed, driving both of you home while you're drunk and laughing in the backseat. That, that visual <laughs> makes me happy. Maybe. Well, she, I think I told you this a couple weeks ago. We visited my uh, brother and sister-in-law. They just moved to Bolingbrook, and they're on the golf course, like right off Bolingbrook Golf Course. And nice. they were like, we live here. Why don't we just like find some like, crappy old golf cart on eBay and buy it? They're, they're doing fine financially. So they bought yeah. a golf cart, and, and at the end of the party, this is the day I was on the BBC. It was during that party I okay. had that interview. Uh, Addie was just driving the golf cart around the neighborhood. So she's, she knows how to do it now. Well, I think I it's mean, fine to means- put her behind the wheel at 11 years old. Yeah, I mean, what could go wrong? Well, no, my uh, my dad used to be a dispatcher at a warehouse for a company that he used to drive for. And when on Saturdays, my mom would work. So he would take uh, my brother and myself uh, to that place because that was before my other brother was born. And it was just the entire place was giant rolls of paper. Like, I, I don't know exactly like you know what the purpose was or whatever but it's essentially you could do whatever you wanted to these things and you really couldn't hurt them okay so they would tell me yeah just you know look out for the forklifts going around you know nobody was going that crazy because it was a saturday so it wasn't that busy but like they would be like yeah here's one of the golf carts uh go for a spin go wild and i was like probably about that same age so yeah it was just like yeah go nuts what is he gonna hurt the golf cart if anything yeah the golf cart if or yourself but yeah Eh, you know, whatever. No one, no one truly cares about that. That was a blast, though, to be like, yeah, go nuts behind the wheel oh. at like 10 or 11. Oh, you are know. like the best parent if you let that happen. Why is driving a golf cart so fun? I don't know what's it, true. It still I, I, is fun. Yes. It's a, probably the best and most effective part of my golf game. <laughs> driving the golf cart? Yeah. <laughs> yes. We did I'm better uh, at that than driving a golf ball. A couple summers ago, me and my boys, do people still say that? No, uh, they shouldn't either because it's totally lame and douchey. And that's why I did it that way. We did yep. night golf at um, Coyote Run and we get the golf balls. We had gl- like glowed in the dark, which they didn't. Gl- no, they didn't glow. I'm sorry. They lit up. There's a light inside of them. Oh, OK. So as people were golfing, it was cool. It was like a fireworks display of these different colored balls flying through the air. But my buddy Brian was driving our golf cart. <laughs> and I'll still tell you. 
There's not a lot of lights on a golf course. And when I say not a light, I mean not a lot. I mean none. Oh. Once we ended up in a sand trap, because we're just driving, and he's like, <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? And then so all like the entire group of guys had to pull us out of the sand trap in the golf cart. And he we weren't being reckless. We just didn't see it. Like we were coming over a hill, and then boom, like right as we got to the top of the hill, the sand trap was there, and we drove into the sand trap. So that was fun. And then we just missed driving into water. I'm like, water! And he like slammed on the brakes. So uh, my vision at night is not great because I've had uh, I've had my retina detach. Mm-hmm. So I have some vision issues a little bit. Like my peripheral vision isn't great. My night vision isn't great. Okay. So I'm not the guy you want to be on the cart with for night golf. Just pro tip because <laughs> I'm not going to see it damn thing there's no shot <laughs> so i did happen to notice like water like reflecting like that looks like water stop and we were maybe we're probably like eight yards short of it oh okay so it wasn't like we had a wheel in the water but hey like another second we were in there mm-hmm. so yeah that was fun start my life it was fun though yeah i, I highly recommend night golf i haven't golfed in years now it's and i've been I too really- long and I really regret that because, I, and I think it was actually before I got full time at the score. So it's really been a while, like probably like four years because I had one of my, uh, one of my good uh, friends, Curtis, that like we would go out because both of our schedules worked where we could go out for like, uh, like an earlier tea time on a weekday. Mm-hmm. As long as both of us weren't working, like we could do that and we would get great rates and there'd be nobody on the course. and It was awesome. I got to get back out there and do that. And that's good. That's a good way for all fats to get out there because, hey, it's golf. It's technically a sport and you can do it. Are you any good at it? No. Yeah. I never, uh, I've, I'm trying to think of before Curtis and I started going and we went like pretty hard at it for one summer. I really had done 18 holes, like maybe a handful of times ever before that. Or like you know, gone on a real course. Yeah, I'll kick some ass at mini golf, but get me on a get me on a real course, and it's going to be problematic. I've never, I've never come close to breaking a hundred. Let's put it that way. All I've ever wanted to do, my goal in golf, is to be good enough to not bother the people I'm golfing with. Yes, as long, yes like exactly. as long as I'm not annoying everybody, I'm cool. Like I'm happy with that. It's funny, my cousin Joe is an amateur golfer, and he was in the Corn Ferry tournament that happened this week. Uh, I think it might still be going on. Actually, I think it started on Thursday and, uh, you know, he's been trying to make the tour forever. And I'm like, all right, maybe this is his week. And he had a terrible week. And, uh, Barry Rosner, our, our buddy was mm-hmm. there just spectating. And he sent me a picture of my cousin. And this before I was following, I go, Barry, how's he doing? He goes, golf is a cruel game. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I know that's why I'm not applying myself to it. If I apply myself at golf, I'm going to get mad and not want to do it anymore. And it's expensive as hell. It is expensive as hell. I just want to be good enough to go play with my buddies three or four times a year and not have people sighing and rolling their eyes at me. And I feel like I'm there. On, on a normal day, I'm there where I can be okay. I can be part of a scramble, right? Like mm-hmm. I got some decent tee shots. I can put a little bit so I can be helpful in certain areas. But anything between the tee box and the green, yeah, I've got no shot. Anything that requires an iron or a wedge, forget it. I could hit it five feet. I could hit it 300 yards. I've got no clue where the ball's going ever with an iron ever. 
Yeah, I'm the person you want to have around if you just if you're not taking the day that seriously because like I don't take myself that seriously on the golf course. Like I'm a competitive person. However, I know golf ain't my thing. Mm -hmm. So I try to be good, obviously. Like I'm not just out there like just being a jerk like tanking it or whatever, but like I I'm trying to be good, but when I'm not, I don't I it's one of the few times I don't let it get to me because I just know how hard golf is and I haven't put in near enough time to be good at it and i'm probably never going to have enough time to be able to do that so i'll go out there i'll have fun we can joke around we can drink and that's what i'm there for because i'm sure and i'm going to make you look better in the process because i'm <laughs> awful yeah there you go and is there a better moment on the golf course than when the drink cart arrives oh so good that is like you know finding a freshwater spring in the desert when that cart rolls up and she's got some uh, summer shandies in there oh. on ice and maybe you buy yourself a nice crumbly, uh, oat, what are those called? The Nature's Valley bars? <laughs> or you open the bag. And or, as, like, or as I call them, doorstops. <laughs> bag of crumbs. <laughs> but I don't know why that's actually my go-to now because those are always so crumbly. It's mm -hmm. a summer shandy and a bag of rolled gold pretzels. Ooh, that is my good. that is my drink cart go to every time I golf. Um, and then, of course, I gorge myself after 18. You know, we go in the restaurant and eat whatever. But oh, yeah. Oh, man. When that drink cart arrives, I'm like, you got shandies? Shandies? Do you have shandies? Are there any shandies mm -hmm. in there? Yes, sir. Get off me, please. Shandies right. are here. I will give you them. You're like doing the scratch in your neck. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, can we get some of that rock? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's me for sure. Uh, I got to get out there. I have not golfed yet this year and mm -hmm. I'm overdue. And James Navo has been like, you got to come down to shamrock and golf. Fine. I will. I love it. Let's do it. I am Twist down your arm. Yeah. He is a good golfer. James. Yeah. Navo can. Yes. Every time I golf with him, I'm like, well, I'm bad. I forgot. <laughs> it's a reminder of how bad I am. I actually think the last time I golfed was one of those score outings and it was, <laughs> Oh no. Yeah, and I was in a group with Schuster, and I was amazed because Schuster had like three clubs, and he was fine. He hit like a three wood like every shot until the green, and he was still better than me, mind you. So he's got the right mindset for golf. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? I don't care. I'll hit the ball with the three iron. Um, <laughs> I assume this is the same golf outing where uh, have I? I've told you the Shep story. But I don't know if I've told it on the podcast before. Okay. Okay. So same outing. Me and Shep are the air quotes celebrity golfers that these people paid a lot of money to golf with. Oof. So we're paired up with this guy and his son. Yeah. And super nice family. The son's telling us like he just got through beating cancer. Like, great. Awesome. Whatever. Mm -hmm. So we're golfing, you know, really gregarious time. We're all having fun, laughing. You know, Shep and I suck. We're all and no one's annoyed. We're just having a good time. So this guy, there's this whole, uh, where, seven bridges. Yeah. There's a course where there's a, a hole where there's like a Creek in front of the green. Yes. So in front of the Creek are maybe a dozen geese just kind of like waddling around minding their own business. And we're maybe, you know, 20 yards shy of the Creek mm -hmm. and we're all taking our shots doing horribly. And so the kid who had just beaten cancer all day was like, I'm expecting a call from my doctor, just like an update. I'm a little bit nervous about it, but it should be fine, whatever. So he's taking a shot. And as he's starting to shoot, his phone rings. So he rushes his shot. 
hits a liner, mm-hmm. smokes the goose in the neck, <laughs> like like a two hundred mile an hour golf ball, thump, hits the goose in the neck, and the goose is like staggered, like it rocks back and forth, almost yeah. like in the uh, ATAT in uh, Empire Strikes Back before it goes down, kind of like it didn't go down, but you know anyone who knows Shep knows that once Shep starts laughing, <laughs> it's done. It's done. And Shep is on the ground with his high pitch. <laughs> He's cracking up laughing. He can't stop. I'm laughing at Shep. Meanwhile, this poor guy is taking this call from his doctor, right? <laughs> and he has to like get away from us because Shep is laughing so hard. And I'm laaughing at Shep. I'm like, Shep, knock it off. Like This is the call yeah. he's been waiting for. Quit being a dick. Quit laughing. And Shep, and Shep can't stop laughing, right? So Shep's like bent over laughing. His, like he's at this point silent laughing Yeah. where you can look at him like, oh, that guy's laughing, but you can't hear anything. Yeah, it's laughing so hard that nothing's coming out. Oh, my God. I will never forget. Somehow the goose was fine. I don't know. I thought the thing was going to die on the spot. I thought the head was oh, going to come Oh, see, I off. thought I thought if it stayed al- if it stayed alive it was going to like come charging after you guys because geese are dicks. Oh no. It was like what the goose didn't know what happened. Like it just all of a sudden it hits it square in the neck. I mean, you could not have you could not have lined it up better. It, like <laughs> it was a one in a million shot. Anyway, the call was fine. He was fine and they weren't mad, but I like I couldn't I was like horrified. Because Shep is cracking up laughing while this kid's taking a call. And then I, I'm i laughing, too, because mm-hmm. I couldn't I couldn't stop because Shep was laughing so hard. <laughs> it was awful. But it worked out fine, and everything's fine. And the goose, as far as we know, is still alive. So all's well that ends well, I guess. Yeah. I don't know what we've accomplished today, but I think we should get to so we should uh, we should get to like ask a fats or something. Yeah, let's 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 do the ask a fats, shall we? I gotta find my little button here. I'm a little bit uh, distracted by Shep's laughter again. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats. Ask a fats, as always, are brought to you by our friend Charlie the Bacon Guy, and he's got an update on his current availability. Give it a listen. Hi there, Fats. Charlie the Bacon Guy here with your weekly bacon flavor update. I will always have the maple pepper and rosemary pepper garlic flavored bacon. Other flavors this week, I have the Korean barbecue and vanilla bourbon. There's just one pound left, so whoever gets it first gets it until I can make some more. I finally have the barbecue bacon ready to go. Check out Charlie the Bacon Guy on Instagram to see the pictures of it, the process. Everything is good to go on there. Let me know how much you need. I'll take care of you. For bacon jams, I have original bourbon, vanilla bourbon, habanero, and truffle. Make sure you add those onto your order and bring them to a party. Just eat them at home with a spoon. Take them in the car. Whatever you're fancy. It's bacon jam. It's good. I hope you all have a wonderful holiday weekend. Eat tons and tons of literally everything except salads. Don't put bacon on a salad. That's right. Charlie the Bacon Guy nails it as always. He's based out of Woodridge. He sells bacon and bacon jams. Always a nitrate and nitrite-free product. It's all naturally cured. Applewood hickory smoked thick sliced bacon. If you want to order Charlie the Bacon Guy on Instagram, charliethebaconguy at gmail.com or on Twitter at CZ the Bacon Guy. He's got t shirts with his logo on there as well. Shipping anywhere in the lower 48 is a flat fee of $15. If you're in the Western Burbs, Charlie will meet you 
and deliver them to you personally, or you can arrange to meet somewhere in the middle. He will make it work. So make sure you visit Charlie the Bacon Guy on Instagram at CZ the Bacon Guy on Twitter or email Charlie the Bacon Guy at gmail.com. Remember, okay. every month we give away a Charlie the Bacon Guy prize pack with your uh, voicemail submissions and email submissions. So you're running out of time. Call that fat phone, 708-858-3314. No one did it this week, you jerks. Mm. We need some voicemails. 708-858-3314. Try some new foods. Let them know how they are. Let's go. Oh, and I don't think it's a coincidence that Charlie brought up maybe you have the jam in your car Mm -hmm. because here's a thought. Bacon jam on your rotisserie chicken. (laughs) So, as you like to say, there's no bad words there. Right. Just take a little fork of the chicken and dip in the jam. Yeah, why not? Sounds amazing. Oh, wow. What was that noise? <laughs> Good Lord. That was gross. I don't know what that was. My larynx came out. Uh, sir, your larynx is showing. Ah, let me stuff that back in there. Wow, that was disgusting. Uh, I will leave that in there because it was very funny. That was, that was amazing. <laughs> I got very excited because I just ordered some of the barbecue bacon from Charlie. Oh, I cannot wait God. to try that. And listen to this, Rick. Huh. This morning, we made some bacon and Hope tried a different way of cooking it. We usually cook it. We just put it in the oven. She twisted uh-huh. it. So it was like a spiral. And oh, it makes straw. It, yeah. Well, no, not that tight. It okay. was just like a loose spiral. And that way you get both crispy and soft bites in the same piece. It was awesome. I had never tried that before. She saw it online somewhere and was like, I'm going to try this and did it. And it was really good. Totally worked. Crispy bites, soft bites, all in the same piece of bacon. Okay. Here's a thought. And I don't know how hard it would be to get the right, uh, the right amount of spacing in there. Do that principle, but figure out how wide it needs to be. So that after it's cooked, when its shape is formed, you can then just slide in string cheese. That sounds gross. What? I, I don't know. That does not sound good to me. Bacon and string cheese? Bad? No, I just want bacon. Just let me eat okay, the bacon. I mean, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong for that necessarily. I mean, it's the same principle, but obviously different meat as the... Uh, like what is it that like Seven Eleven has like the the pepperoni wrapped string cheese oh, yeah, that they yeah, try yeah. and sell as something more than just pepperoni wrapped string cheese? <laughs> I mean, I would I, look. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'll try it. Don't get me wrong. I'll try it. But I'm thinking the cold and hot would be weird. Yeah, it could be. You know what there, you that do. might be that might be a race against time type thing. All you need to do deep fry it. Okay. <laughs> now we're talking, right? Yes. All right. I got an email here from Mike. He said, hey, guys, I was cracking up last week listening to you both try and rationalize the jardinera sauce at Portillo's as something other than mayo. It may have sour cream in it, but don't kid yourselves, boys. It's mayo. It's fitting because mayo is the fattest of all sauces. Welcome aboard. The view is glorious. Mike, I'm telling you, I looked it up and cannot find mayo as an ingredient. That said, I need to go buy some. I need to go buy the uh, the squirt thing. What's it called? I'm sorry, the what? thing? What do you the call it? squirt thing? A bottle. The the word I'm looking for is bottle. Boy, we are all <laughs> over the place today. <laughs> Jesus. I know my mind is already thinking about the drinks and the stuff off the grill I'm going to be having later. <laughs> God damn. I'm sorry. Yes, the word I'm looking for is bottle. 
the bottle of jardinera sauce to see if there's mayo in it. But it doesn't it doesn't have the tangy taste that mayo has. Right. That's not there. There's no tang to it. So don't. Uh, I think it is sour cream. But we'll yeah. see. I'll go get some. I will take that for the team. I'll exp- I'll write it off at the end of the tax year. How long has it been since anybody's seen Tang? Like anywhere on a shelf. I, do they still make it? I have no idea. I'm going to Google it. Okay. Tang. Instacart. Should I use, uh, <laughs> should I use an incognito tab to search for that or no? <laughs> uh, no, it's still available. Oh, okay. Various varietals, too. I see uh, strawberry Tang. I see mango Tang. Looks good. Lime tang. Orange is the original, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, that's... It's funny. There are varietals. And I'm not even the biggest orange person. I like orange just fine. Yeah, you're more but pink than of, orange. Yeah. Uh, so, I definitely think, though, for tang, I would have to get the orange. The varieties are... No. I just need the original. Yeah. The original is usually the best. Yes. Yeah. You got that's a question? Sick. Yes. Uh, this one's from Bob. Kind of a question. Bab. I like French toast so much. I didn't, I don't really chew it. The other day I had a log jam of French toast stuck in my esophagus. I drank some milk, but it didn't move. Not really a question, more so a reminder to chew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Learn to unhinge your jaw like a pelican. Yeah. <laughs> just like just let it fall down your throat. Yeah, I mean that's how do you think Zion got that big? Maybe that was the noise that came out of my uh, mouth a few minutes yeah, ago. Right. <laughs> that could be. The thing. Yeah, you started the unhinging function in your jaw. <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny. Halfway through, I have found that I I have had I might I'm going to talk to my doctor because I do have trouble mm-hmm. sometimes like getting things down my throat. Um, and it might be that I just don't chew thoroughly enough. That's a I was, very, I was going to say an entire rotisserie chicken will not fit without a bite <laughs> bones and all. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I don't, uh, I have had that issue too. So, um, somebody at the party we had yesterday too, for Addie was having trouble and they took a bite of bread, like a little piece of French bread. And that like mm-hmm. pushed everything down. That actually helped. Okay. Oh no. He was having a, um, like he, uh, his drink went down the wrong pipe. Oh, that's so the worst. They're like, yeah. eat a piece of bread, and then that actually worked. So pro tip, hmm. maybe rotisserie chicken will work too. Maybe that's what the chicken was in there for. In case the water goes down the wrong pipe, it's got something to force it down. That's just True. being safe. Right. That's just considering the safety of all drivers around you. Of course. All right. I got one here from Devin. Kind of long, but that's okay. He says, hi, Fats. As I was strolling through the jewels the other day, I saw a box that caught my eye, and I immediately thought of this show. Kellogg's and Little Debbie have teamed up to bring the world oatmeal cream pie cereal. We've discussed this before. Of course, I picked up a box and would like to present the following review. See, this is what I'm talking about, Devin. Mm -hmm. These are services to the fat community. All right, here he goes. The cereal pieces are relatively large and kind of shaped like overinflated Cheerios. The, quote, cream is actually a heavy frosted coating which is a little disappointing because the pieces are big enough that they could actually be filled with a little cream. First bite was a bit of a struggle. It's almost too crunchy in part, I think due to the size of the cereal pieces. Now the flavor of the oatmeal cookie is there, but it's overshadowed by the intense crunch. I may be weird, but a harsh crunch is not something I associate with oatmeal cream pie. However, this review comes with an integrated fat hack I found that the cereal actually got better after sitting in the milk for a minute. 
The texture softened to a point reminiscent of an oatmeal cream pie, but the cereal is so thick that it retains some of that natural cereal crunch. So if you're a never soggy cereal person, that may be disconcerting, but I feel like this is the way they intended it to be eaten because the oatmeal cookie flavor really comes through at this point and the consistency is much more OCP-like. I don't know what that means, OCP-like. Oatmeal cream oatmeal pie-like. Cream pie. Thank you. I'm dumb. Overall, a bottle. Bottle is the word I was looking for earlier. Uh, overall, a decent attempt. They got the cookie flavor right, but without an actual cream-filled center, it falls a little short of the target. The initial crunch is a danger to your gums, <laughs> like Captain Crunch. But if you give the milk a minute to do its thing, the texture gets pretty close. Your thoughts? I've not tried them. I'm interested to try them. I can't bring myself to buy a box of cereal just for a taste. Yeah, that's the thing. They need to have these. Like, you know, you buy the multi-pack of like the single serving cereals. Mm -hmm. There should be a whole like experimental pack like that. Yeah. With this and like, um, there was another... Oh, like there's a Hershey Kiss cereal I saw that came out. There all these is? Yeah. Like all these crazy ass cereals need to be in these sample boxes. I don't like that. There's Oreo Hershey's cereal Kiss. too. That one I can see a little bit more. But now the way that was described is perfect because that would be a way where if I tried this, I would consider putting it in milk because of just, yeah, just the over harsh texture and crunchiness yeah that that would be something that could that could get me to put some cereal in milk you bringing up like the the weird cereals and like putting throwing it all pack made me think of something and i also saw it on a fan page this week so you know what i'm done with mm. mystery flavors yeah you know what i never go so i never go to the store being like i may go saying hey i've never tried this before but I want to try it. I've never gone saying, you know what? I'm going to grab a box, have no idea what it is. And I'm going to, and I'm going to eat that. Why do we need mystery flavors and people that are buying mystery flavors? This is also on you. Yeah. Stop it with the mystery flavors. Cause really all it is, is they're going to repackage something they've already done in the past and see if it's going to work now, or it's just their experiment on a flavor to see if they can release it as its own entity why not just try it out do do it as a trial there's been one mystery flavor item i liked okay airheads okay i'm with that yeah that's the one mystery mystery flavor i've tried that i liked and i still don't know what it is they probably revealed it i just don't know what it is yeah but you're right yeah, I... mystery flavor probably means not that great of a flavor exactly all right all right, as I'm Googling Airheads mystery flavor. I got one here. I could read it. This one's from Andy and Sycamore. He says, I'm a big fan of frozen drinks, ices, slushies, slurpees, you name it. I was wondering a couple things. What is your favorite? He says his has to be the Dairy Queen Blue Raspberry Misty. And have you tried the Minute Maid slushies from McDonald's yet? I'm thinking of getting one today and testing their spicy chicken sandwich out. Um, go ahead. Mm. Uh, I love my favorite are frozen Cokes, be it the McDonald's version, be it the frozen Coke Slurpee. I think that Burger King has the best frozen Cokes. That's another thing yes. they're pretty good at. Yes. Um, so that is my favorite flavor is the cola. When I'm doing it myself or I'm talking to a human being on mm -hmm. the ordering machine, I'll do a frozen cherry Coke. I'll get it mixed up. That's my favorite. I okay. have not tried the Minute Maid yet. No. I can't imagine it's bad. 
right. Yeah, I, I love if those. If you're messing up Minute Maid, that's on you. Right. What's your uh, favorite? It's the Coke. Yeah, yeah the cherry Coke. Coke. Yeah, or the frozen Coke is so good. It's And wasn't Burger King the first one to do it? And then it was kind of like everybody else reacted like, oh, yeah. crap, this actually worked. I think they were the first to have like Coca-Cola branded frozen Cokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I also want to shout out. Uh, I might be the only person on earth that loves these banana Slurpees. Yeah, I no. love banana Slurpees. They're never out because I think I'm the one guy that likes them. But I love banana Slurpees. Yeah, Jay- I love artificial banana flavor. Yeah. Get your banana out of my face. Is that what you said? Never mind. Okay. Uh, oh, the Airheads mystery flavor apparently is just like regular taffy without like anything, pretty what? much. There's yeah. definitely a taste to it. Let's see. The flavor comes from whatever is left over at the end of a production run. Oh, okay. So, okay. So it's a I combination it of everything. Yeah, so it's a little bit of a combo It's plan. the, what do they call it when we talked about this last week where you mix all your pops? Is that the kamikaze they call it? Yes. Right, or something like that. Yeah. Yes. Um, problematic? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I just call yeah. it, let's just call it all the pops. All of the pops. All the pops. <laughs> okay. Uh, my last one here from Michael. Uh, Mom brings out the gel cert pops in 100 degree weather. What oh. color what what color do you go to first? I don't know why, but I go blue first. Okay, blue second for me. Okay. I go red first. I go red, blue, purple, green. You are a red. I am not a red popsicle guy. I don't know why. I've never have been. My order is blue, purple, orange. Hmm. But I don't okay. like I don't know if the blue tastes the best. I just think the color is very appealing. I do like that. That you know what that is? That's blue barracuda blue. Of course, everyone knows that. It's my favorite fruit. Yes, I have and a blue barracuda tree outside my house. <laughs> <laughs> I used to climb it as a youth. Do you know where the gel cert factory is? You've told me here? before, but I forget exactly where. It is in West Chicago. Bow, bow, bow. Yeah, right. One of the one of the few things we got going for us. I like how I, I make up. the sound effect when, when I actually you have, have it, it on the thing. <laughs> Right. There. Yes. Expense yeah, justified. The, the yeah, the gel cert <laughs> factory is like right by the West Chicago train station and like only a few blocks from the high school. They should the fact that they didn't just bring over a crap ton of those to the high school at some point is really a shame. Yeah. Because it would have cost them like five bucks. It's like a thousand of those for twelve cents. Like those yes. things are a dime a dozen. Um by the way, gel cert sounds like something that should go in my shoe, not my mouth also true yeah all right i've got one more too and then we'll wrap things okay. up uh this is from normie colin he says this is probably a very normie question but what's a food you used to like that you don't like anymore his is cottage cheese by the way i cannot bring myself to try cottage cheese same everyone tells me it's here. good i can't i don't it know it looks gross Ugh. yeah and maybe it tastes good but i just can't bring myself to taste it yeah Ugh. no thank you no Anyway, what's the thing you used to like that you don't like anymore? Used to like that I don't really like anymore. See, I'm just so hesitant to actually try things that, (laughs) that, you know. Uh, I got one. Okay. Mine is Jets Pizza. The first few times I tried Jets Pizza, I thought it was excellent. It's a great call. And then all of a sudden, they changed something, and it was Mm -hmm. gross. Unless, of course, they'd like to advertise. 
Sure. In, in which case, case I love great. Jeff's Pizza. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like we loved it, loved it, loved it. Got it. Like every week when we lived in Payless, because they opened one right there on 127th in Harlem. Mm-hmm. And we got it all the time. And then all of a sudden, like two, three times in a row, it was kind of mm, like not the same. And I haven't yeah. had it since. So there's my answer. Oh, I know. Um, McDonald's burgers used to be something that I would get often and I liked. And now I never, ever I can't think of the last time I got a burger from McDonald's. Okay. I, I have no desire to. And it may not necessarily be because it's, like, bad, but just, like, there's so many better options that it's just so far down the pecking order of, like, fast food burgers for me mm-hmm. that I just never, ever get it. The only time I get McDonald's burgers is when I, like, I just want a little... This is bad. I want a snack. I'm going to go get a McDouble. But... <laughs> That like I never will order like a quarter pounder. I, I, I'm always right. a McNuggets guy. When it's time to have a meal for McDonald's, it's always McNuggets. Same. And you know what? The some something we have slept on, and oh. I have done it too. Those buttermilk tenders at McDonald's are really good. I just never get them. I don't know why I don't get them. They're yeah, so well, good. Well, to be fair, it's not like there's a person trying to recommend them to you. Right. I don't just know. I got an automated system. Yeah. Hello, welcome to. So I had a as I drove through to get my spicy nugs, of course. So mm-hmm. the thing goes, what is your order? I said ten piece nugget. Ten, I'm sorry, ten piece spicy nugget, large diet coke. And they go, what size drink? Large. Oh. Then it added another one. What size drink? Large diet coke, and it added another one. So I get to the register. She's like, you had ten nuggets and three diet cokes. I said no. <laughs> I had one diet coke. And one 10 piece nugget. That was my order. And she's like, yeah, this robot sucks. I go, thank you. I've been saying if I just talked to you in the first place, mm-hmm. this would all be fine. Okay. The, th- the thing that gets me is, and maybe this is like people subconsciously just wanting to like have the normal experience. People conversationally speaking to the robot or to the program or whatever you want to call <laughs> it. Yeah. As I hey, uh, I'd like to get scene. a, um, give me a, a large, <laughs> Hey, how are you? What is your order? <laughs> like, or like you can order whenever ready or something. It's like, no, I don't, I'm not conversational with it. All I just go up there and I say, here's my order. Here are the sauces. Here's the drink. That's yeah. it. 10 piece nugget, barbecue sauce, large diet Coke. That's how I order from the robot. Yes. God forbid. I want a frozen cherry Coke. The thing will explode and kill everyone inside the building. So annoying. All right, let's wrap this up. Yeah. Yeah, we've been going at long enough. This this is a extended edition. Sure. An extended, very meandering edition. <laughs> so thank you to all of our sponsors, Mazda of Orland Park, Merch Kiss and Crest Hill, Charlie the Bacon Guy, and Dr. Squatch. Hopefully they'll still be sponsoring the podcast next week. Uh, Don't forget our T on- public sale too. Running yes. through Monday, June first. There's always other sales. We'll always let you know. But uh, you've got till June 1st to get in on this particular one. It's running right now. $13 classic tees up to 35% off everything else. And if you haven't checked out the designs, not just saying this because it's RT public store, the designs are awesome. Like I wouldn't get the stuff if I wouldn't be proud to wear it in public anyway. I have, I think I have all of them, literally all of them because the designs are awesome. So make sure to go check those out. Uh, also follow us on all our social media accounts at I'm fat pod, email the show. I'm fat pod at gmail.com all throughout the week. Don't just wait for the call at the end of the week. The fat phone is always open for you. 708 858 
3314. Wow, I remembered that off the top of my head, I think for the first time ever. Yeah, we need, we cannot have a voicemail list episode next week. That is inexcusable, and I am angry. Yeah. How are we going to live without another? Hi, Fats. This is Southside Butt Rash Carolyn. Come on. Right. Step it up, Fats. This, this may be our fault because we pretty much wrapped up the month for the prize <laughs> right away. That's true. Mind you, everyone who has a brain should know that it's already wrapped up, but that doesn't mean you don't contribute. Yeah. Still contribute. If anything, get your practice run out of the way this month so that way next month you can hit the ground waddling. Waddling, exactly. So for Jay, I'm Rick. This is the I'm Fat Podcast. All right, I think we got a lot accomplished here today. <laughs>